friends, Alyssa here, back for another episode of the Nurtured Mom Show podcast. In today's episode, we dive into the ways that you can combat the winter blues so you feel more energized, content, and happy in this season. Let's go! Mamas, are you tired of feeling like you're surviving in motherhood instead of thriving? Does motherhood feel like a never-ending cycle of responsibilities, to-dos, and overwhelm? Do you feel disconnected from the things that really matter to you? Society tells us that being a mom means always giving and sacrificing, putting ourselves last, and feeling exhausted, overwhelmed, burnt out, stressed out, and defeated. Because that's kind of what mom life is. I want to help you change that. Let's start making you a priority. Let's get your life aligned with your values. Let's make your time work for you instead of against you. Let's get you more time in your day for the things that bring you joy, for alone time, for a motherhood unburdened by the mental load of doing all the things. Because your worth and value is not attached to how much you do. Let's start living our days with more meaning and less overwhelm. Let's stop listening to what everyone tells us a good mother should do and start being the good moms we already are. Because you, my friend, deserve a life that feels whole and thriving. And I am here to support and encourage you along the way. Each week, we'll dive into conversations about how to get you more time, less overwhelm, and living your life pouring from a full cup. I'm Alyssa Lindquist, and this is the Nurtured Mom Show podcast. It's that time of year, my friends. Winter. We all know it. The darker, colder days, feeling low in energy, our moods are down. And I know many of us feel this mood shift during this time of year. But you are not alone in that. And the good news is there are some things that you can do to combat those winter blues. Like making your home brighter is some advice that you can get through artificial light, opening windows and blinds. Those things can be great for this. There's also eating smarter and exercising and listening to music. There's even advice out there that planning for something fun in the future is helpful at combating those winter blues because it gives you something to look forward to. Helping others is great. That sort of giving attitude really benefits yourself as well, right? And of course, getting outside. These are all great ways for combating those winter blues, right? And I think they're lovely and awesome. And so today I want to talk to you about one more way that you can combat the winter blues. And that is this practice of experiencing feelings of hope and joy now. No, really. It, it is easier to cope with the stressors and hardships and long winters when you spend time feeling really good. Even when things in life feel like the opposite of that. You don't have to wait to feel good. And honestly, there's nothing wrong with feeling good for no reason. And I think the more that we practice experiencing feelings of hope and joy the easier it is to experience them in everyday life. And the easier it will be for you to move away from feelings of stress and overwhelm. And it can be a really useful tool in combating the long winters. 
and help you care for yourself during this season, right? In the season that feels hard and perhaps a bit negative and lonely, there is something that's in your control that you can do to help make that feel less. To help you feel feelings of hope and joy in a season that's kind of a bit negative and lonely, right? And the good news is that you can do this anytime you want. There's some things, there's some tools that are in your tool belt that you can use to sort of feel a boost, right? Start to feel some joy and hope. So how do we go about doing this, right? Like, yeah, of course, like we all want to experience feelings of hope and joy, especially when we're feeling negative and lonely. And the good news is there are some things that you can do to help boost your mood. So tool number one, activity number one, it's called easy, happy thoughts. And I know this may sound a little cheesy, but what's even cheesier is that it works. Okay. So I want you to try to come up with five to 10 thoughts that are easy for you to feel happy about. And the the key here is easy. It can be things that make you feel appreciative, excited. Maybe it's about your pet or a scene from your favorite place or a special memory that you hold on to. Or it could be something that you make up in your imagination. It could be like you visualize it as like a movie or just like a picture or still image, right? It can be anything. It can be anything. Just five to 10 thoughts that are easy for you to feel happy about. So I'll go. Here are some things that are easy for me to feel happy about. Off the cuff, first th- things that come into my head. A beautiful beach sunset. Dancing with my kids in the living room. Drinking a hot cup of coffee. Hugging my husband. Playing with my dog. Moving my body outside on a walk. Playing in the stream as a child with all my childhood friends and my sister. Sitting around the Christmas tree with all of my family, all my extended family. Laying in bed watching Real Housewives. (laughs) And a good outfit. Okay, All all those things make me happy doesn't need to be anything profound. It can be. doesn't have to be, though. And you can do with this what you'd like. You can either just think about it. You can put a note in your phone. You could email it to yourself. You could write it out in a list. Whatever it is. So then you have it to reference when you want a quick boost. Pull out this list and think about them. Okay, another tool that can be in your tool belt. It's called the Wheel of Hope. (laughs) The Wheel of Hope. Okay, so you would use this 
when you don't believe something is possible that you want to believe is possible or maybe you have an emotion you want to feel because you don't like how you're feeling now or you want to feel better about it like a like a circumstance that you're in so you would use this when you don't believe something is possible that you want to believe is possible or if you have an emotion that you want to feel because you don't like how you're feeling now or you want to feel better about the circumstance now. So what you want to do is pick a circumstance that is bothering you. Like, for example, feeling overwhelmed by needy kids stuck in the house all winter and you don't want to feel overwhelmed. So then you'd ask yourself, what is it that you want instead? Kind of like what might be the opposite of that feeling? So perhaps it's wanting to feel content and connected at home with your kids this winter. And, and that's the ideal, right? You're feeling overwhelmed and frustrated. You want to feel content and connected. So then what I want you to do is take a piece of paper Obviously, if you're driving, wait and do this later. <laughs> but take a piece of paper and put a circle in the center and write that ideal down in the center. And then what I want you to do is draw lines, like the spokes of a wheel, around your circle. And try to aim for at least eight lines, eight spokes of the wheel. And on those lines, I want you to write phrases that help you feel more like what you wrote in the middle. So if the middle's the ideal, it might be hard for you to jump from overwhelmed to content and connected, right? That's a big leap. So this helps you sort of work towards that without sort of feeling like completely overwhelmed still. <laughs> so, okay. So you have your ideal in the center, which is feeling content and connected instead of overwhelmed and frustrated with kids stuck at home. And you draw the eight spokes of the wheel around that circle and write down on those lines things or phrases that you already believe that feel a little bit better in this area. So in our example of, you know, feeling overwhelmed and frustrated at home with your kids and you want to feel content and connected, perhaps you put on one of your lines, it helps all of our moods when we get outside each day. Let's just dress appropriately. That feels better right? That feels doable, feels tangible and something concrete that you can work with to help with that frustration. Maybe it's not complete contentment or connection, you know? Maybe your kids fight you the whole time trying to get all their crap on to go outside, right? But it, it, at least it feels better, feels doable, right? And I think like I sort of mentioned before, this is great because when you're in these circumstances, 
you can't really jump from where you're feeling right now to that ideal. It's like you're, you're too off from there. Like you need to be more realistic to like the moment you're in. It's like when you're knee deep in like baby life, sleep deprived, and someone tells you it goes by so quick, just snuggle them. It's like, <laughs> it's like, yeah, thank you. I know you, you mean well, <laughs> but I'm like grasping for straws to find some time to sleep. <laughs> Right? Like, it's it's hard for a sleep-deprived new mom to go from, like, feeling completely exhausted to, like, completely content and happy in that season. That's hard. That's hard for a lot of people. Right? So, this is great because it gives you more realistic, tangible things and thoughts to have in a moment where you're feeling off. When you, like in this situation when you're feeling overwhelmed and frustrated. Okay? So keep going around the spokes. And you can even write down things that don't have anything to do with the subject, actually, but simply help you feel more of the emotion that you're hoping to feel based on your ideal scenario. So... Let me explain through our example. So you want to feel connected and content at home this winter with your kids. So in this situation where you're just writing down anything that will help you feel more of that connected and content feeling, you find evidence in any area of your life that makes you feel that way. So maybe you write down something that makes you feel content in another situation in your life. So for instance, for me, I feel really content when I'm curled up in a blanket with a book by a fireplace. Who does that make me feel content, right? So even though it's not related to this situation, it still gives you those feelings. It still makes your brain think about it, right? So you can write things down like that as well. And I want you to give yourself some kindness here, some grace. It, It's not it may not work right away for you. Maybe you're not quite feeling it, right? Just keep practicing it. And even if you can't get there in the subject area, focus on just the emotions you want to feel related to that subject area and not the subject area itself. Some things just feel too awful, (laughs) too negative to really come up with things that help you like feel better in that situation. So instead do kind of like what we were just talking about and just like think of other scenarios in your life or situations or things in your life that help you feel those feelings that you want to feel. Does that make sense? And one more thing to consider. What if the real reason why you're feeling bad isn't because of the situation itself, but because of how you look at the situation, like your negative bias towards it. And then on the other side, you have the real you looking at it differently. And the pain you're feeling is because of that gap 
between the two. Now, this isn't to say that we don't have real diagnosed seasonal affective disorder, that depression isn't a real thing. Those are real things that deserve attention. But it's, this is just another way of thinking, right? This is just another thing to help you on this journey. It's just simply like another tool to have in your tool belt. Another way of thinking to help you. Like looking at your kid's neediness and feeling inadequate as a mom or feeling burdened by the weight of shouldering the parenting responsibilities, right? And then the true you wants to feel in control of the situation and to feel content and connected and maybe more supported in the care of the kids. And so like you're feeling this inadequacy and you're feeling burdened by all this parenting responsibility and what you want to feel is content and connected. And perhaps you're feeling that like resentment because you're not being supported in the care of the kids or it's just all piling on top, like COVID winter, you know, just all of it. Right. And it's that, that strain that you're feeling in the middle that's causing your pain of wanting it to be a certain way. And it's not. So what if instead the real you is in a hundred percent acceptance of what is. What if the real you sees the situation only from a perspective of love, love for you, for your loved ones, for the situation? What if it only sees your complete worthiness? What if it already knows that everything is working out even when you can't see it? You are worthy and you are loved. Until next week, friends. Thank you so much for listening in today. And just in case you didn't know, we have a private Facebook group dedicated to furthering the conversations we have on the podcast. Our Facebook group will help you apply what we talk about in the show each week. Plus, it's a wonderful community of wonderful moms supporting and encouraging each other on this journey of motherhood. I would be so thrilled if you joined us in this movement towards a more nurtured motherhood. To join us, just go to alyssalinguist.com slash Facebook. Thanks for tuning in, Mama. See you next week.